0: Welcome to Orchard UMC's podcast. At Orchard, we endeavor to live into our mission of transforming the world by growing in faith, serving others, and sharing Jesus. The scripture this morning is taken from Hebrews chapter 13, verses 1 to 3 and 5 and 6. Let mutual love continue Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Remember those who are in prison, as though you were in prison with them, those who are being tortured, as though you yourselves were being tortured. Keep your lives free from the love of money, and be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So we can say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Last summer, while I was uh, away on my planning week, my writing and reading week, I read the book um, Everybody Always. And it's by Bob Goff, and it's actually the book that we're going to be using for Lent because I really loved it. And Bob Goff is a wonderful storyteller, and he tells a story about his friend Lex. Now Lex was blind at... uh, Eight years old, he had, ten, he had had ten different surgeries, and they were not able to repair his sight, and so he was blind. High school uh, came for him, and he decided that he was going to go out for track. He was going to run for track and field, and he did, and he did very well. And by college, he uh, could run like the wind, Now, you may know that when you are running track, of course, you have to choose your event, and Lex chose the long jump. Now, you might know how it goes, you might not, but for the long jump, you run as fast as you can down a three-foot-wide track from a position of over 100 feet away. The last step, you launch into the air as high as you can From a wooden board in the track and you land as far away as you can in a sand pit so i know what you're thinking how could he do it well lex had a friend and this friend would come up to him would square his shoulders and then would run to the very end and then when lex was ready he would call fly, 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 and Lex would run, and he would jump. And he was very good. In high school and college, he did well. He won medals, and he tried out for the Paralympics, and he made it, and he could run farther than anyone in the world. Well, I love this story. It reminds us of what we can do when we trust, right? Sometimes we feel like we can't see, like we might not know what's happening. But when we follow that voice, God's voice, we can find our way and we can do things we never thought imaginable. The story reminds me of a few people I know. Some of you know Reverend Carolyn Wick She uh, from Farmington First. Carolyn um, and I have known each other for many years. She first knew my mother, um, and then my mom introduced her to me when I was early in ministry um, because she was telling me stories. And we met at our commissioning interviews, and I got to hear her uh, call story and about how she kind of came into the work of a deacon because she is an ordained deacon. She's retired now. But she told me this story of how she had taken a disciple Bible study class and how at that class, um, at the end of the year-long study of the Bible, she had um, a task assa- assigned. And so the task was to take the scripture from Matthew 25, I was hungry and you fed me, I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink, I was in prison and you visited me, all of that. You, you remember that passage? And to choose one of those things and do them. And so Carolyn was looking, and she's like, well, I've done a lot of these things, but the one thing that I haven't done, I, I have never gone to the prison. I've never gone to jail to visit someone. Now, uh, Carolyn is a, uh, a wonderful, oh, she's just the sweetest, friendliest person that you've ever met. And she's kind of short, and she has white hair, and she just has this very friendly face. She's very unassuming, and she said she was going to go, and she was going to meet with inmates. And uh, she did, and she still does. and for many years, and um, I would even have her come and talk to my confirmation classes about what she was doing, and they would raise money for her, and she would uh, because she would pass out Bibles to them, and she would get the common England ver- English version because it's the simplest to read, and she would give out Bibles and pray and um, do Bible study. And the thing is that she said she, you know, would find herself here in her 60s across from a murderer, praying, offering grace, all because she had this nudging to try something different that she'd never done before. It also reminds me, um, Lex's story also reminds me of Zacchaeus. You know Zacchaeus, he was a wee little man, And a wee little man was he. Why did he climb up in the sycamore tree? For the Lord he wanted to see. Okay. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yes. I I still sing it that way. But anyway, so he was going up because he had heard that this man, Jesus, was coming to town. And he wanted to see him. But you remember, of course, that, that Zacchaeus was a tax collector. He was a pariah to society nobody liked him because what would he do when he collected taxes he would collect extra money from people not for the government but for his own pockets and so people didn't trust him they didn't like him and what the heck was he doing near Jesus right except he had heard about Jesus perhaps it was a still small voice that called him to go there i don't know and he went up in a tree because the lord he wanted to see but also maybe to hide a little bit. Except Jesus saw him and said, hey, come on down, let's talk. And I get the feeling that it was one of those conversations where maybe Zacchaeus listened more than he did talking. And as a response, he said, I'm turning my life around. I'm giving my money to the poor it no longer has control over me. Because they listen to that still fo- small voice. And that story also reminds me of my friend Rick Dake. Some of you have met him. He's the senior pastor at Clarkston. We worked together before I came here. And um, I always loved in our membership classes when he would tell his call story and he would talk about how... Uh, He was talking with his mentor and sharing about how he was feeling about thinking, you know, am I being called to ministry? Am I being called to dedicate my life to God and God's people? And his mentor said, well, what does that feel like? And he said, it feels like I'm on the edge of a cliff. And the mentor said, well, are you going to jump? And he did. So often that's what it can feel like when we listen to God's voice, when we say, God, how are you calling me to give? That's the prayer that we've been asking you to pray these past few days, and I can tell you that the answer can be very scary. It can feel like you're running blind. It can feel like you're jumping off a cliff. God can be asking you to do or to serve or to give more than you might have ever expected, And that nagging voice can be hard to escape. Our scripture today is from Hebrews, and it's really about a calling to be in ministry, to love others, to offer hospitality, to visit those in prison, to be brave and courageous, and to step beyond your comfort zones and know that God is with you. To not let the things of the world have more power over you, things like money, than God does. And the last line of the scripture is, The Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? You see, God never calls us to do anything for which God hasn't already equipped us. We need you. We need your gifts. We need your offerings. Because at Orchard, we need to be who God calls us to be. We need to transform the world We need to grow in faith and serve others and share Jesus and fulfill our destiny and your gifts make it possible. Your willingness to listen to God, to prayerfully consider your giving and serving makes ministry possible. I pray that you will join me in taking the next step in your giving, whatever that might look like. It takes faith, I know. But don't forget, the voice of the one who calls doesn't leave you in the giving. God guides, God equips, God provides, God tells you when to fly. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. We hope you have been enriched by the word proclaimed. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us a line at ministry at orchardumc.org. You can find out more about Orchard by going to our website at www.orchardumc.org.